wind blowing toward right field. If Alex could find something to pull, get it in the air, he would get some help. Familia's next pitch. Belted to deep center. Back goes Lagares. And gone, Alex Gordon. In comes the pitch. Broken bat, one hopper to third. And over to first in time. Runner going to try to score. Wild throw. Hosmer gambling that he could dash home on the throw to first base. And the Royals have tied the game. For the very best in baseball, this is the place you want to be. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. On today's show, we're going to talk about the Royals' 6-5 to loss at the hands of the Cincinnati Reds, falling to 7-11, and and also some news around Kauffman Stadium. Uh, the Royals have added Asa Lacey, first-round pick from this year, to their 60-man roster. He will be at T-Bone's camp uh, and, and at the satellite camp. I, I don't see Asa Lacey playing this year. He is a college guy, so I don't think that this uh, weird no-minor-league season will impact him in, in terms of when he can come up to the major league level uh, or, or set him back for years. Uh, you're looking more at high school guys with that aspect of things. Uh, being a, a an, old, an old college guy, so to say, he's been around the block, and you normally expect college pitchers to be up here uh, a lot sooner. That's the, that's the case with Brady Singer. That's the case with a lot, with a lot of these guys. So I think that uh, everything will be fine with Asa Lacey in terms of uh, his, his path to the MLB. I don't think that that path will take him there this year. Uh, now, he could be Brennan Finnegan, uh, who, who pitched – months after uh, pitching in the College World Series. But I don't think that will be the case uh, for the, for this instance. I think that what this is is just getting Asa Lacey some experience working with your controlled staff, uh, working on things that the organization wants to preach to their young pitchers. Instead of working out on his own, uh, and yes, you can send him things to work on on his own, uh, but but this is a bit different. This is this is very hands-on for the organization. Uh, this is truly starting to mold who you want Asa Lacey to turn into. He has some control issues, which, which is another reason why I don't think you'll see him in Kansas City this year. Uh, but I, I don't think that there is a chance he'll be in Kansas City this year, although you can't rule out anything, I guess, in, in this wacky 60-game season. To, to have him in Kansas City, you need to make room on the 40-man roster because – for whatever reason, baseball has kept the 40-man roster rule. Uh, even with the expanded rosters and expanded 60-man and things like that, they've kept the strict 40-man roster rule. Uh, I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but my best guess is that this was all for getting him into the organization and getting him acclimated with your pitching staff, your, your pitching coaches, uh, minor league development coaches, things like that, getting him on track to being ready to go once we start next season. We'll talk about this more later on the week, but Jacob Junis will start on Friday, and then basically from there you're just going to push everyone in the rotation back uh, due to the extra off day on Thursday. And then yesterday, uh, you go to Cincinnati for a two-game series, and I said that you have to split. You, you need to split these two games, uh, and they couldn't win yesterday. Uh, Chris Bubich gives you five innings, gives up seven hits, five runs, a walk, six strikeouts, uh, two of the, you know two home runs in that game, of course. 
you know, I, I like that he battled. I mean, I did. Uh, he, he goes out there, gives up uh, two runs in the second, gives up back-to-back home runs in the third, and then gives you zero for four and uh, five innings. I, I like that he battled. I like that he came back. And, and that's what this season is about. Uh, yes, they're not eliminated yet. Uh, they're technically uh, about four games out of, of the playoffs. Uh, that, that's all fine and well, but the season is more about guys like Chris Bubich uh, and seeing what they're made of. And the fact that he was able to rebound and put up two zeros after a disastrous third inning, uh, that that is encouraging to say the least. And then uh, from there, your, your pitching did really well. I mean, Tyler Zuber comes in, he gets a clean inning of work, only gives up that one walk, uh, and then gets a strikeout. Uh, he was he was really good. Ian Kennedy comes in. He was really good as well. Uh, he he gets into some trouble with a with a giving up hit there, but still he gets out of it with no runs. Scott Barlow goes out there, uh, same type of thing. Only one base runner allowed for Scott Barlow, uh, and then Trevor Rosenthal comes in and he shuts it down with one base runner. Uh, that has been the story of your bullpen. Uh, Zuber, Kennedy, Barlow, Rosenthal had got it all. They all got it done in this game. Uh, and then you have to throw Josh Stoneman in there in extra innings uh, with a runner on second. And, and it kind of went haywire there. I mean, if I was Brett Phillips with his arm, uh, we, we, we've all raved about the kind of arm he has. You play that ball off the wall and try your best to rifle it in there. Uh, you don't try to catch it. I mean, that th- I think that was an impossible catch to try to make. Uh, you would have just played that off the wall and tried to fire it to your cutoff man and see if you can get the relay home. Uh, it's better than the alternative of what actually did happen. But still, uh, for Josh Stomont, that, that's a tough situation. I, I find it hard to... Uh, criticize any relief pitcher that that loses a game in extra innings this year uh, because you're you're already at such a disadvantage that that defensive miscue there from from Brett Phillips I mean that that's that's the end of the game that that's it to whereas if if he did that with no runners on that guy's probably at second base with how quickly Phillips was able to recover uh, and then you just restart that process you don't actually lose the game immediately Uh, so for Stomont I still like the guy. I th- I still think that he is he is going to be uh, a lights out pitcher, but he got put in a tough spot uh, due to the new rule. But I will say the most encouraging part about this game has to be the bats. You score five runs in this game on eleven hits, and and what's most encouraging is that you battled back this game. I mean, you truly kept battling, you kept coming on, and you kept trying to win this game. And that's tough to do whenever you get down early and you have a rookie on the mound who hasn't really proven anything. And then he gives up two in the second. You get him one back in the third. He immediately gives up three more. And that can really be demoralizing. That can really be something that takes a lot out of you as a team. But they kept battling. They got a run in the fourth, a run in the fifth, and then two in the eighth to to tie the game up and go to the extra innings. Brian McBroom... A pinch hit home run for McBroom. I, I, I like taking out Gordon there. Again, that's that's managing uh, and putting your money where your mouth is. You, you talk, if you're Mike Matheny, you talk all about how uh, this, this year is about winning. You talk all about how this year uh, you're trying to compete. You talk all about how this year you're trying to uh, you know make the postseason. And, and taking out a veteran like Alex Gordon does that. It shows that. And Ryan McBroom uh, makes you look good whenever he has a pinch hit home run that drives in two runs, of course. So Ryan McBroom in that pinch hit situation was awesome. Uh, but in this game, of course, Merrifield gets you two hits. Uh, O'Hearn gets you two hits. O'Hearn has looked really good this season uh, since coming back 
from COVID-19. He, he looks he looks awesome. Nicky Lopez goes one for four, had another uh, line out to second base. I mean, I think that he's had more lineouts to second base than anything this year uh, of hard hit balls right at the second baseman. Uh, that, that's kind of tough luck for him, but I, I still like the confidence that Nicky Lopez is playing with. And you had chances in this game. I, I mean, Ryan O'Hearn uh, like misses a, a grand slam by an inch. Instead, in that at-bat, you only get one run out of it. Uh, you went from getting four runs to one run, and then they left everyone else stranded. Uh, so they still were not good with runners in scoring position. They were three for 15 in this game. They left 10 guys on base in this game. Uh, but still, the, the, the battle that they showed, the fight that they showed in this game, uh, you're going to turn around and win these games more often than you're going to lose them. Uh, Solaire looked good again. He had a strikeout, but he did get a walk and a base hit. Got on base twice with a run scored. Perez keeps his hit streak alive. I believe it's at nine games now. Uh, I, I liked the lineup a lot, and, and 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 we got our answer to the question about what is this lineup going to look like whenever everyone is fully healthy. And it's going to be Merrifield, Solaire, Perez, Dozier, O'Hearn, Mondesi, Franco, Gordo and Lopez. I would like to move Franco up one spot to six and and bump Montesi down again. Uh, I would even like to have Montesi at nine just because of that uh, double leadoff factor that we've talked about before. Uh, but still, this lineup is good. I, I love the fact that they're that, that Matheny is is pushing Gordon down to eight, and not you know not worrying about what he's done in his career, not worrying about protecting the franchise legend or the franchise face of the fan franchise or anything like that. Uh, He's an eight-hitter. That's what he is in his career. That's what he is this season, and they're treating him as such. And you saw him pinch hit for Gordon because Gordon's not getting it done at the plate. So I like that from Matheny. We've talked a lot about Mike Matheny and what's been good and what's been bad. That's one good thing is that he was able to put past what Matheny has done, excuse me, what Gordon has done in his past and only look at what he's doing right now. And what he's doing right now is not playing well. He's not He's not a good player right now. A great defender. Uh, can't hit worth a lick, and so you 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 pinch hit McBroom for him, and McBroom hits a home run. Couldn't hit a home run, McBroom, uh, for his first three major league seasons. All of a sudden, now he's the home run king. Uh, but after the break, we're going to talk more about this game and preview tonight's game. But first, I do want to tell you about our good friends over at CBDMD. It doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or if you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends over at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or a shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recovery combines CBD inflammation-fighting compounds like Arsena and Vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo and everything else that CBDMD has to offer, they're offering our listeners 25% off your next order when you use promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD.com. I also want to tell you about our good friends over at RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com is a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. Listen, 20 years ago, you probably saw dial-up internet. So whenever your phone rang, the internet stopped. I, I can't believe that that was the thing that used to happen. But you could have been buying auto parts online at RockAuto.com, a family-owned business serving you auto parts. And, and let me tell you, the, the, the best thing about RockAuto.com is that you can go to their website and you can find anything, and I mean anything, 
that your car needs by just putting in your make, your model, your year, and they're only going to show you parts that are compatible with your vehicle. That's a that's a big help for me, who, who is not someone that knows anything about cars. If I ever need something, I know that I can find parts that are compatible without doing any research prior, uh, without having to figure out, okay, is this going to work or not? We're buying it and it's not working, so let me just waste all my money. And then there's also no point to go to a local auto parts store because we don't want to go outside in this environment anyway. But if you do go there, all they're going to do is order that part you need online and then upcharge you for that part. Skip the upcharge. Go to rockauto.com. Find everything you need with their amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Tell them Lockdown sent you in the How Did You Hear About Us box. So today the Royals really need a, need a split in this one. I, I mean, I, I think that if you want to stay competitive, if, if you want to stay you know, in the mix for the postseason, you've got to survive this tough stretch. You've got to survive the, the stretch of the Twins, the Reds, the Twins, the Reds, the Twins. You've swept the Twins once. Now get that split with the Reds in Cincinnati. Uh, whenever you have Brad Keller on the mound going up against Wade Miley, who has yet to debut this season, uh, you've got your best pitcher or one of your best pitchers on the mound and Brad Keller. It's really a toss-up to me between him and Brady Singer, uh, just given the fact that uh, Keller's done it before. I'll go ahead and go with Keller for this for this argument. Uh, so you've got your best guy on the mound. Uh, they've got a guy making his professional, I mean, not professional debut, but but, but a season debut in 2020 in Wade Miley. Uh, and that lineup yesterday, uh, you know, it, it didn't have Moustakis, who's who's out with an injury. It didn't have some of the big hitters. Of course, it had Rose Killer Matt Davidson, who I expect to see again uh, tonight because Matt Davidson just decides to crush the Royals and, and can't hit a luck against anyone else. But still, uh, the Royals are the only team keeping them in business. Uh, but still, uh, the lineup is still good with Valo, Vado and Castiano and Nick Senzel. I really like Nick Senzel. Uh, Soraz, uh, this lineup is still good for Cincinnati. I want to see how Brad Keller uh, maneuvers it because he dominated the Chicago Cubs, uh, which I think given the the health concerns and, and given given who's in this Reds lineup that's not at full capacity yet, uh, there was no Shogo, there was no Moose, uh, I think that given that factor, uh, the Cubs lineup right now is better than the Reds lineup. So I want to see how Brad Keller can respond again and if he can have another dominant outing because he looked fantastic against the Cubs. I mean, he against the Cubs, he looked like he was going to be a part of this rotation for a long time. Uh, he looked like uh, he was going to be like a top three guy in your rotation. So I, I want to see... Uh, what he can do and if he can provide consistency because that's kind of been something that, that he struggled with a little bit is providing that consistency uh, or at least being consistently uh, effective and lights out like he was against the Cubs. I want to see what he does against the Reds tonight. Again, the lineup needs to duplicate their success and, and they're really starting to turn the corner here. I mean, uh, this is uh, this is a, a string of games here where you're getting multiple hits, where you're getting uh, a, a lot of run support. Just keep this momentum going into uh, this season with the Twins, this series with the Twins coming up, and this game tonight with the Reds, uh, because you're going to have to start stealing those games back that you lost early on to the White Sox, to the, to the Tigers that you really should have won. Uh, you shouldn't have got swept by the White Sox. Uh, you should have won that Tiger series, uh, and now you've got to make that ground up if you want to stay competitive, and it starts tonight. You need a split with Cincinnati. Do not get swept in a two-game series with the Reds in Cincinnati, but it'll be fun to watch tonight. Uh, early start, 5.45 uh, again, uh, just like last night. So you have to check that one out tonight. Uh, if you have any questions for the podcast, you can send them in, uh, lockedonroyals at gmail.com or on Twitter uh, at Rylan underscore styles. That R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Be good and be good to one another. We'll see you next time on Locked on Royals.